In the words of the legendary Lou Gellerman, hello, dog fans, um, and welcome to the Sound the Siren podcast, because everything mattered, matters, including the 30th season of Husky Softball. I'm your host, Hooligan7, joined this afternoon uh, by the one and only Coker. Coker, how are you doing today, sir? I am doing fantastic, because we're like 48 hours away from softball right now. It, it's good times. It's good times. As uh, as I posted on Twitter today, in fact, I've got my Bailey uh, Bailey hits bombs uh, hoodie on uh, in celebration, and I'll I'll do a, a quick change after the podcast to get ready for the cracking game tonight. But uh, yeah. um, I think we can move right through beverages. I've got water. I'm assuming you're uh, following that that old tradition of yours. Uh, I do not have Coke right now, but I'm going to be having a Coke immediately after this uh, this podcast. Nice. Uh, and I don't, uh, and uh, in terms of the other traditional segment, uh, I'm not aware of any recent stupid softball tweets. Uh, so we can skip that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> unless you've got anything. There, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the one. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt. Well, I, I would say that, uh, you know, maybe calling yourself a dumbass. Might well, be, it's I, fair I would though. Disagree. I would disagree with that, particularly <laughs> in context of coming on to talk softball, which you have a ton of expertise on. So um, let's go ahead and jump right into it. And, and we got a number of questions or, or um, actually before we dive into the questions that we received, uh, just opening thoughts, um, you know, beyond your excitement. Uh, what are you hoping for? Kind of what do you expect this season? Uh, general opening statement from you. Yeah, I think uh, I think what I'm most excited for is just I don't really know what to expect. Um, I think, you know, we'll dive into the specifics, but the pitching is a question mark. Um, the freshmen are always a question mark in a sport like this where you don't get great information, right, from uh, recruiting and uh, practices and, you know, scrimmages and stuff like that. So, um yeah, I think there's just a lot of youth coming through, but it's mixed with some serious top end, uh, you know, fifth year seniors. Um, so I'm really excited to see how they how they manage to build uh, in the preseason and get ready for Pac-12 play. Yeah, and and certainly as as we've said before on this podcast. Uh, for across all programs at the University of Washington. And if you want an example of how you can recruit to this school, Coach Tar's doing it <laughs> in terms of granted uh, softball recruiting coverage is probably where football recruiting coverage was 25 years ago. <laughs> we were just talking about uh, the perfect example is actually Casey Paws, right? Yep. 20 years ago, you know, top five quarterback in the country. And then you watch him throw oh. and you're like, why? Yeah, but you're right. There is recruiting gaps that happen more in softball than uh, football. Hey, but, you know, I, I do recall that Casey Paws did quarterback a game in which we beat Oregon, which we, you know, did again this this fall. So there's that. <laughs> we had to get that in. <laughs> Thank you, Shelton Sampson. Yep. <laughs> um, well, we'll dive right into it. Uh, we'll do questions first, and then and kind okay. of, and then after that, I'll I'll get your kind of predictions for the season, kind of where you see the, um, how do you see the conference sh shaking out, kind of best guess for for how deep into the postseason that the Huskies go. Um, but the first question that we got were was on that topic of pitching, um, and your expectations uh, for incoming freshmen. Uh, uh, brand new to the team, Ruby Malon, and transfer from Arizona State, 
uh, Lindsay Lopez. Yeah, Lindsay was so critical. Um, she kind of came in late on the transfer cycle. And I was like, so worried about, you know, I'm like, we have to get a transfer pitcher. Like, even in the middle of last season, it was just so clear we needed to get another arm, uh, even just for the sake of having another arm. Um, uh, so, and Lindsay is a really good uh, pitcher. She works inside a lot. She's lefty. Um, I know UW had, in the past has struggled with lefties, so I think that's a benefit. Um, you don't get to see that often in softball. Um, she throws hard, and she has Pac-12 experience at ASU, and ASU was very good the last few years uh, here. I'm really excited to see her. I think she'll be our number one. Um, I think she'll eat up a lot of innings, which is crucial, and I think she'll take pressure off of uh, Ruby, um, who... I didn't want to just throw to the wolves as a freshman, right? Like it's so rare to have a freshman, like, you know what Gabby did when she came in. Um, but even Gabby had, uh, Oh my gosh, Taryn Avalo, uh, mm-hmm. with her to, you know, help, but she ate a lot of innings too. Gabby did. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Lindsay, I think is mid sixties to, you know, 63 to 66 probably. Um, but then you have, Ruby Malin is just going to throw some gas. Um, she's tall. She's lanky. Uh, she reminds me a lot of um, uh, the Alabama pitcher, uh, Fouts. Mm-hmm. Um, the same type of long build, Jenny Finch, um, where she's going to get right on top of you and just throw extremely hard. I think she'll be – I wouldn't be surprised if she's hitting 70 this year. Um, mm-hmm. And then low 70s as she develops. Um, so really excited to see her uh, yeah, there's, get in. Yeah, there's definitely there's video out there of her, I think, hitting 75 on a gun in a, uh, you know, in the cages. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, agree with everything, um, which leads kind of right into the, the second part of that question or, or a good follow up. Do you see across uh, Lindsay Lopez, Kelly Lynch? Brooke Nelson, Ruby Malon, do we have enough pitching depth for the season uh, with the four that we currently have? I think we do. I would have probably liked to see us get two transfer pitchers just for safety purposes. Lynch plays first base. She's had some uh, hand issues um, and then, and she hits. So she's, uh, you know, having your number two or three pitcher, uh, be, you know, kind of has had some injuries, has some control issues, but when she's on, she's really, really good in the circle. Um, uh, so I would have probably liked to see one more pitcher, but I think we, I think we can absolutely manage with, uh, Lindsay, Kelly Lynch, Brooke Nelson, and Ruby Malon, uh, eating up, you know, however many innings the season's going to take. So I, I'm not too worried about the, depth of pitching there. I think it's, I think it's pretty good. I think it's, you know, top three or four in the conference. Um, for sure. Uh, and we've, we've started to touch on this, uh, uh, and you can certainly add anything that else that you'd like to say about Ruby, but, uh, the next question was just expectations in general for the incoming freshmen. Yeah. And that's where it's so hard, right? Cause like you, you see the rankings and you're, you know, Pretty much everybody is a top 
100 player, I think. I haven't looked, you know, since they signed, but everybody's top 50 to top 100 that we signed. Um, and then it's just a question that, you know, it's like baseball, right? It's a hard, difficult sport. So you might be a highly rated player, but if you can't make it work in hitting or, you know, if you can't get your pitching down, it's not going to look great. But um, I'm really high in Ruby. Um, I think, you know, anybody that can just for, if you don't know, throwing 70 is, is high, high nineties fastball. And then if you're, Mm -hmm. if you're going up to 75, there's been a few players that have thrown 73, 74, 75, you're talking about 102, 103 miles per hour, uh, equivalent for, uh, baseball. And she's Um, a freshman. Yeah. And she's (laughs) a freshman and yeah, just that Midwest, you know, uh, ready to work mentality and everything like that. So, uh, I'm very high on her. I think it might take time, but mm-hmm. again, I only, I went to one, uh, fall game. So, and I didn't get to see her pitch sadly. Um, but, uh, for the other freshmen, uh, Brooklyn Carter is an outfielder from, uh, I think Angle the LA, Angle. Yeah, Inglewood. Yeah, yep. Inglewood, California, Notre Dame sis- High School. Yep, her sister goes to UCLA, and I mean, she is just incredibly athletic. Um, I, I think if she's on base, she's just going to steal on the first pitch. I think she's. I don't think there's any question that she's going to be stealing every time she's on. Um, I think she might be the fastest player I've ever seen at UW. Um, and then Sydney Stewart's a catcher. Uh, I think they're very high on her. She's a big catcher too. She's six one, um, and Olivia Olivia Johnson's probably over six foot two. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just big human beings, and uh, I think that's great for just power and for for offense. You see that at Oklahoma has all these hitters are like just sitting between five ten and six two. It feels like, and they just yeah. generate so much power. Interestingly, the roster lists Olivia at five eight, but she really looks taller than that. That's that's shocking to me. But yeah, when I saw Sydney at the at the uh, fall game, I was like, "Holy cow, she is tall for a catcher." Um, who? Uh, oh, uh, Alana Johnson is an infielder, uh, kind of utility. Again, I think they're really high in her. She has tremendous power. Uh, I saw her hit a home run in that. Uh, I believe she hit a home run, but. Uh, just great power, great speed. I think she's probably the the best all around player out of the class, um, for sure. And then was there anybody else? The only other uh, other than Lindsay that came in was not a uh, was another transfer from Oklahoma Avery. State, Avery Hobson. Yeah, uh, the outfielder. I think I think Avery is uh, you know she's going to slap and. I think it's depth and, you know, another good outfield defender and speed on the bases. So uh, I don't think, wouldn't expect too much besides just, you know, trying to get on and being a slapper and, you know, probably bottom of the order uh, uh, in some games. And uh, of the returning players, uh, who do you think is ready to make a leap or who would your prediction be to kind of be the player on the roster that takes a big step forward? Uh, in the 2023 season. I think this is kind of, uh, I'll probably give two answers. One is kind of cheating because uh, Sammy Reynolds did not statistically have a great year, but she got a concussion, I think in the Cal series 
and she was having Either a Cal great Stanford. I it think. was Cal. Yeah, it was somewhere down there. And uh, so she was out for a little bit and she came back and she I mean, I was looking at her numbers uh, uh, a couple months ago, just trying to remember. And it was so obvious that that concussion absolutely affected her. Uh, I think she hit like just 100 points below what she usually hits. And she's a much better hitter than she showed. So I think she's going to be the most improved. And I think that's cheating on my part. Um, I, I agree. I think the, that's the player the easy, that, easy way out answer. Yeah. Joker, come on now. But my real one would probably be Olivia Johnson. Yep. Um, I think if, if she can just get her strikeouts down and just try to make contact, I think she just has everything you could want in a hitter. Um, understanding of the zone power. Um, yeah. I, I think she, she could take just a huge, huge step. What about you? Yeah, I, I, I certainly, uh, I don't disagree that I think that uh, health, health allowing that we're going to see a, a return and an, another really strong season from Sammy. Uh, I agree with you that uh, I, I expect a, a pretty big step forward from, from Olivia Johnson. Um, and I, and I would also say that I don't think necessarily if this isn't to say that she didn't have a pretty good year as a freshman last year. Um, but Kinsey Fielder was a very, 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 very highly ranked yes. player coming in um, and with a year in the system and a, and a year to, to really get her feet wet. Um, I, I think she's going to be a real dangerous weapon and a big part of the Husky success. I think um, that's a that's a great call. Year. Yeah. She just struck out so much. But uh, yeah, I I love her game. I love her attitude and her intensity. I think it's great for the program, uh, yeah. how she handles herself. And I also would not be surprised. I'll, I'll cheat and I'll say one more. I also wouldn't be surprised to see um, a step forward from Jadalyn Alchin. She came up really clutch a number of times yeah. uh, last year, and and that's. Never I feel a like bad I can't thing. say I can't say Jadalyn because she's just she's like my favorite player. Uh, I've just gravitated to her since she was a freshman. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's like, just like, of course I'm going to say Jadalyn, but, uh, yeah, she has, I think Jadalyn might be the most talented player on the roster, uh, across the board, um, speed, defense, power. I mean, just unbelievable power, uh, reminds me a lot of Sammy with, with that power that she has, cause they're both so slender, but they just create so much torque and yep. bat speed, um, uh, but yeah, Jalen has it all. Uh, here's the interesting question that we received, and it and it uh, was something that I was like, it, it confused me when it came in, and that's where's Angie Yellen? Because uh, she was in the the Family Matters video, but is not currently on the roster. Any thoughts there? Yeah, I was really surprised. Uh, someone, I think the same person, uh, I can't remember who it was, uh, DM'd me and was like, "Where's Yellen?" I'm like, "What are you? What is this guy talking about?" And then I. Yeah, you go on the roster and she's not there, and I don't know what's going on. She's uh, Angie Yellen is uh, a super utility. I would that's what I would call her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a former top twenty five recruit, I think somewhere around top fifty. I believe so. Yeah, um, was showing pretty well last year at times. So uh, you know, and our roster is slim. I think we have seventeen rostered players, which is. Again, I'd like to see the numbers personally in the low 20s. Um, so, yeah, you want as many players as you can get. And uh, I don't know what's going on. I hope everything's okay. And 
but yeah, she's not on the roster and very strange. Like you said, she was just in the video posted yesterday and they used her, her picture to count down from six days away. So I don't know what's going on. Yep. The pain uh, of not having beat writers. Oh, it's, I love the sport so much and they just, you know, there's just nobody. It's uh, not. The the audience is growing. It's just unfortunately the media coverage isn't where uh, where we'd like it to be. In mm-hmm. but uh, and then uh, we we've touched on this subject at length. But uh, I think any further thoughts in terms of immediate impact freshman? I think we've certainly talked about what Ruby brings in the circle, um, the speed that the Brooklyn Carter brings uh, on the base pass. Anything else or, or immediate impacts that you expect out of the freshman? Um, I don't think I can really say beyond those two, uh, Malin's going to jump out of the, jump off the screen when she's pitching. Um, I'm really curious to see the question with pitchers is always their control. Um, I'm not saying that she has control issues cause I don't know, but that's always the question with pitchers is can they control their, the strike zone? Um, so we'll see how she fares with that. Uh, Brooklyn is going to jump out of this, uh, off the page at you when you see her run. And then, yeah, from there, I think I'm really curious to see Alana Johnson. Uh, I think I have her penciled in at second base. Um, We'll see, obviously the, the first games of the, you know, first two weeks of the year are pretty, they throw a lot of lineups out there, but uh, I kind of have her at second base, nothing against Kenzie. I think Kenzie could absolutely be a second, be our second baseman too, but uh, uh, I, I think very highly of Lana from what I saw, uh, just with her overall ability in the uh, fall game I was able to attend. Uh, and then a uh, specific uh, player prediction, uh, number of o- Olivia Johnson home runs this season. I'm going to call... I'm going to go out on a limb and say... 17. I like that number. That was actually what was bubbling in my head. <laughs> I didn't want to go to 20. I don't. How many did Bailey hit last year? I uh, Let me tap into Bailey's uh, profile on the roster. To see if it For those that don't know, Bailey Klingler uh, won the triple crown in the Pac-12 last year, which is freaking awesome. <laughs> uh, played in all 55, 24. 24. Okay. I guess I could have said 20 for Olivia, but I'm going to stick with 17. That would probably be a good good over-under. Yeah, that's good. Um, And then an additional... uh, The last uh, kind of poll question that we got is uh, predictions for the Oklahoma game. We've already kind of covered best pitcher and and if you're predicting Lindsay Lopez to be our number one, I I think that's a, a, a safe um, bet that you'd also say that she's our best pitcher. Yeah, Lindsay's I think our number one uh, for sure. Um, I think I think Kelly pitched very well though at the end of the year, if I remember right. Um, mm-hmm. And when she's like when she's on, she can strike out people. She doesn't throw tremendously hard, but she has a great rise ball, and people miss the ball misses the bat a lot. Um, as far as the Oklahoma game, um, I think Oklahoma is unfair. I think there needs to be congressional hearings 
concerning Oklahoma softball. Um, I, I, you know, you see it in football, obviously with like Georgia and Alabama and the discrepancies, but there are so many advantages that Oklahoma gets with, you know, the whole tournament being in Oklahoma city. And, you know, it's just like, Oh my God. And I mean, they got great support too. Like, and that's fair. They have a university commitment to the program. They build facilities. Um, so that, you know, but Oh my gosh, with the transfer portal too, like they are a juggernaut. Um, I would expect us to get run ruled. Um, if we don't get run ruled, I think that's a huge win. (laughs) They are terrifying. (laughs) <laughs> murders row come again yeah uh it's a baseball reference for <laughs> those that uh mm-hmm. would might be even a, might be even better like yeah like they have like boomers. seven first team all americans like it's just wild that's just bananas yeah. um so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll kind of move along and uh predictions for uh uh how you'd think the the conference will shake out and uh who win who wins the conference um, and then the second part of that is, is how deep into the postseason does this Husky team go? All right. Um, I think UCLA is their prohibitive, uh, favorite. I think they're the number two team in the country. I think they're one of the few teams that can beat Oklahoma. Um, and you know, they just have tremendous talent. They did really well in the transfer portal. They stole some players from Arizona, uh, and Oregon, I believe. Um, uh, they have Megan Faramo in, in the circle, which is, uh, you know, just a fantastic pitcher. You know, talk about a, a tall pitcher that's advantage. She, a weight room champion, too. But um, I think UCLA is a favorite very clearly. And then I think there's a, a batch of teams, right, uh, uh, for that second spot. And it's UW, Stanford, who has some great pitching. I question their offense. Um UW, Stanford, Oregon, and I feel like I'm forgetting someone, but maybe it's just a story. Um, oh, Arizona. Um, those four, UW, Stanford, Arizona, and Oregon are kind of battling out. I probably give the edge to, I always love pitching, so I, me personally, I probably give the edge to Stanford for the second spot, but I just don't trust their offense, and I really like UW's offense. Um so I, I could see us being second or third. Um, I obviously I want us to be second or first. <laughs> and I think if if everything hits for UW, they can absolutely compete with UCLA. UCLA is not at that Invisible. overwhelming force, you know, that Oklahoma is. I think they can compete with Oklahoma, but um, I think if we if everything hits well, you know, we have one of the top three players in the country in Bailey. Uh, Sammy can be a top. 10 to 20 player in the country uh, when she's healthy. Uh, Maddie Husky is very underrated, a great, a really solid hitter. And I think they just have some really, uh, I don't know the best way to say it, but just a lot of options on offense. And I think with their speed and their, those, you know, Jadalyn, if she can make a step, uh, Kelly, if she can make a step in hitting, and and Kenzie, um, I think they can have a really good year. Yep. And then uh, the the follow up was, Howdy. where can we go in the postseason? Um, 
I mean, obviously I always, best case scenario is is Oklahoma City and uh, in some way, shape, or form without saying, hey, we're going to end up in the national championship series. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what what would you say, you know, best case, worst case, and most likely? Best case is always uh, going to the championship series. I My standard is always going to Oklahoma City for this program. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of my my minimum um of a successful season is is uh probably hosting super regionals um is like where i want to be at a minimum mm-hmm. and then that i think that gets us a great chance to get into uh into the world series so um yeah i, I it's just there's so many questions right and it's it's all in the pitching area and then a few players on offense can they take the step um, but yeah, if they can get to Oklahoma city, I'm going to be super excited, um, w- with that, uh, with that result. Most likely result is probably, um, just from what I've, you know, what I think, uh, is probably making it to super regionals, but it's at someone's, uh, another team's facility. And we'd lose out in super regionals or something like that. Be be that because of whether it was merited that we went to somewhere else for super regionals or because of ESPN bullshit. I know. <laughs> it it has to be mentioned. That's the seating is just yeah, just a travesty. Not, not great. Not great at all. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember who tweeted and just switch gears. It was. Um, I saw something after the the Husky women's basketball team upset Stanford over the weekend, and it was all about questioning. Um, you know, Stanford's lost a couple of questionable in their minds games on the road on Sundays in the Pac-12, and it's like you could also look and say, like, if you watch that basketball game, be like, maybe Belangley and company are are building something at a school that can be very good at that sport. But that's yep. just yep. yeah. I don't know how the Pac-12 all of a sudden got this weird treatment in softball um i mean i do know because all the money went to Oklahoma the, the sec SEC. yeah yep. the, the espn is covering those games and and all that so um but there's okay. no question that the pac-12 as it currently stands <laughs> is the best conference uh in softball even the big 12 pushes in my opinion but i don't think the sec is there yeah, Big Twelve is top heavier. But, yeah, very, but very. Definitely. Yeah, that's that's fair because if we were in the Big Twelve, Oklahoma we would is be Georgia beating up on some teams. Oklahoma is Georgia for you know to to make the football reference. Yeah, Georgia like if Georgia the, was like just even another level, like like ugh, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy. Yeah, if Georgia say was beating an, an actually deserved to be there or belonged on the same playing field as Georgia in a national championship game and just destroyed them. Yeah. And then it'll be like, and every, every uh, championship game is played in Atlanta, like every single one. (laughs) That would be the next step. too. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I hope everybody enjoys uh, streaming uh, Husky softball in the next few years, because that's probably where most of our sports are going to end up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks again, Larry. Um, 
any final thoughts uh, or, or can we call this a, a pod and, uh, and uh, we'll plead to have you back kind of mid-year a couple of times to to catch up and if 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 we can't get a beat writer um we'll at least do our best on sound the siren to, to do more to cover the team and, and how things are going yeah i'll give a uh i'll give a shout out to uh the best follow for uw softball in my opinion is uh uh ed strong and his twitter handle is at by by ed strong uh he's got a, his pictures him in mariner gear pretty easy to find uh he does a fantastic job um uh, so if you want information, whatever we can get, uh, that's the best source for it, in my opinion, from UW. Um, and then, of, of course, the Daily. Uh, I know they they have people on the program, too. So um, uh, I think we have 21 non-conference games. We get Oklahoma this first week weekend, uh, which is terrifying. Um, uh, Oklahoma and, and Duke. Yeah, and Duke, and I think Loyola Marymount is a good program, yep. and Liberty is also a good program. So this is by far the best weekend um, of opponents, and then it gets pretty weak after that. I hope that doesn't come back to haunt us, but playing Oklahoma hopefully helps uh, in our RPI or whatever they use. Um, but if we can go 21 games, I think the stretch goal would be 19-2. and two. Um, mm-hmm. If you see a number like that, like anything over 17 or 18 wins – right around there, I would say 17 is probably acceptable. Um, 18 is good. 19 is great. <laughs> if you go North undefeated, that is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're looking for 18 wins probably is, is my, my hope. And, it, but just remember a lot of it depends on what they're, what they're trying in the first few weeks, um, what they're looking at, what they're looking for. And then, um, yeah, get out to some games. I mean, they just have, I just love this team. I love the, I love coach tar. Um, you know, like I'm just looking at my projected lineup and it's like just some of my favorite athletes at UW, like Bailey Klingler, you can get her gear at simply Seattle. And, um, uh, my lineup is Bailey, Sammy Reynolds, Maddie Husky, Olivia Johnson, Alchin Lynch, Alana Johnson, Riley Holtorf and Kenzie Fiedler at nine. Um, that's a really good lineup. It's one of the most talented teams in the country without question. Um, and yeah, it's just a great program to support. Yeah. And that's an exceptional point, uh, to call out simply Seattle for their, for their partnership with Bailey. Um, they announced today that, uh, Bailey Mm -hmm. gear is also now available in kid sizes, go out and get it. Um, they've got great options. Um, I've got the Bailey hits hits bombs hoodie on right now. Um, yep. we're, we're big fan, we're big fans of Simply Seattle on the Sound the Siren. Podcast. Yeah, they we'll do. Just say they it do that great way. work. They do a phenomenal yeah. job. Um, I've got more stuff that I'll be ordering uh, when I can and um, when I have room for it in my closet because there's a lot of purple and gold stuff in it already. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was just looking at my closet and yeah, it's ninety percent purple. Yeah, I, I, I basically, other than like a few pieces of, of other teams from Seattle, I have a closet that's basically just all Husky gear. Yeah. Yeah, but so, I just I just love the support. I hope, you know, I hope more, more people take time to watch it and learn. Um, and yeah, it's just they're just a great program. And uh, yeah, I've just loved it for 
I can't believe it's been 30 years. And I remember going to those games 30 years ago and I feel old as dirt. <laughs> oh, I, I do too. I, I spent, um, so my last year wrapping up a double degree at the university of Washington, I had one independent, I had one, cl- one lecture class that was two days a week and an independent study project for two credits to get me over the threshold for the double degree rather than a double major. Mm-hmm. Um, Arguably, I might say that I spent more time in the softball stadium my last quarter at UW than I spent in class because yeah. I was already on campus anyway. And I'm like, mm, softball, great team. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think that uh, about wraps it up. Coker, thank you so much for, for joining us again. Uh, go dogs, And uh, we'll be back soon on the Sound of Siren podcast with uh, a deep dive on 2024 football recruiting, as well as a myriad of other topics. We're hoping to put together an episode to talk about the monumental um, win over Stanford uh, that happened at Heck Ed, uh, thanks to a lights out performance from, from Pac-12 Freshman of the Week, El Ladine. Thanks for listening. Go dogs.